This week's episode is all about creating that work-life balance as an IT professional. So this is something I've always been bad at. Over time, I've tried to get better and better. If you're in the same boat, let's hold each other accountable. So today I'm giving you five tips that I've been trying to incorporate to help me with my work-life balance. If you got some other tips that I may have left out, please leave them in the comments and don't forget to click like, subscribe, and that notification bell. Welcome to Debt Free and IT. I'm your host, Mike. This podcast is for anyone who's looking to get into the IT industry, whether it's for a career change or you're just interested. I think you come to the right place. So the first tip that I've been trying to incorporate to give me a better work-life balance is I've been trying to create a healthy self-care routine. So this pretty much involves exercising to help me relieve stress. So usually after a long day at work, a lot of times you can feel that, that tension build up, that stress build up, that anxiety. And a lot of times I found that going to the gym, lifting weights, working out or doing cardio or just taking a long walk. You know, sometimes after work, I would walk two to three miles. And a lot of times I find that that tension that been building up all day from work, stress and maybe some pressure that may have been may have been going on with certain activities at work. Or maybe you've been work troubleshooting a long, stressful ticket. You know, there's days where when you may come in and you're working on the same issue the whole day or your whole shift, you're working to resolve that same issue. So a lot of times these days like here, like that. You can feel that stress build up, that stress and anxiety. So I found that working out is helps helps me to relieve that stress and anxiety. You can kind of feel it after you have a good workout. When you're leaving the gym, it feels like uh, someone lifted 50 pounds off, off your back. You could just you feel that stress just gone. So exercising has been one habit I've been trying to incorporate along with making healthy eating decisions. You know, usually during the work week, I try to eat fairly healthy. You know, sometimes that's hard. You know, I'm a country boy, so I love fried foods, but sometimes during the week, I try to make a point to stay away from it. Then on the weekend, I may have one, I call it a cheat meal or better yet, I'm a big boy. So let's call it a cheat day. So sometimes I may have that, but usually I try to make healthier decisions and then also just making sure you're getting enough hours of sleep. So just doing this to incorporate that healthy self-care routine, a lot of times it'll help you relieve that stress for your day. Then that way, the next day you wake up, you won't have that stress from the day before that's making it even harder for you to focus or harder for you to concentrate and to reach your goals. So the second tip that I've been trying to incorporate to help me with my work-life balance is I've been bad at this for a long time. So you know how... Um, you know, you get out of job and the job may give you two weeks of vacation time or a week of vacation time. Then you have so many days of sick leave. So one thing that you can do to incorporate a better work life balance is start taking your days off. So if you got two to three weeks of vacation time, plan some weeks where or plan a couple days here and there where you have some days off. So let's say if you got a week. You know, you could plan maybe you want to take off on a Friday one day and give yourself a three day weekend. So start taking those days off. I was horrible at this. Usually I wouldn't take a day off until maybe if I'm sick one day, then I use a personal day. But I was 
very rarely using my vacation time the way that I should have been. You know, your vacation time is there for a reason, which is to help you get away from the job and pretty much not think about anything you got going on on that job while you on vacation. So what I started implementing is most of the time uh, for the past three, three, four years, usually um, I wasn't able to do it last year for the first time. But other than that, usually I try to take my birthday off. If my birthday falls during the week, I try to take a vacation day for my birthday. You know, so just taking your days off. I'm not saying you got to take all of them off at one time, just spreading them out throughout the year. You know, spread them out that way. When you feel like you're getting overwhelmed with work, you got that vacation time that you can fall back on. And that way you can take a breather, step away, relax for a couple of days, take a trip, anything you want to do on your time off. So start taking your time off and you can use that to help create a better work life balance, which is going to help you progress in your career. And it's going to help you to remain focused because sometimes, you know, you stay focused for so long. You need that break in order to, you know, de-stress yourself and, you know, collect your thoughts. And then when you come back that next week, you can get back to it. So start taking your time off. So the next thing I've been trying to do to give me a better work life balance is learn to say no. So my personality type is it's hard for me to tell someone no. You know, a lot of times you ask me to do something, even if it's out of my way. If I can do it and make it happen, I'll most likely try to do it. So one thing you got to learn is to create that boundary to where you're comfortable with telling people, no, you can't do it. You got a lot on your plate, you know, or maybe you're in a road where you're getting a lot of projects handed to you or a lot of projects getting coming down the pipeline and all of them seem to be going to you. You know, it's not being spread out amongst your team. It's like, yo, I don't got to pass three, four projects. Where, you know, maybe some of my coworkers, they haven't only got one. So I'm, my plate is overloaded. So sometimes you got to learn to tell you, say, hey, I, I don't have the capacity to, to do it right now. It's not that you don't want to do it. It's just that, yo, you, you're, you're loaded up. It's like, yo, you, you can't find the time to achieve this this project or whatever it is. So. Just learning to say no. And I'm not saying you don't have to cuss the person out if it's your manager or something. You don't have to cuss the person out like, you know, you don't have to go all overboard saying no. But, you know, just learning to speak like, yo, hey, I got a lot on my plate right now. You know, I can tackle it once I get some of these things taken care of, because sometime from if it's your manager, he may not he may not be aware of I done gave this person the last three projects. You may not be aware of that. You know, sometimes that may not be not may not even cross his mind. So he may just think that you're the first person to come to mind. Or let's say if somebody brings up a project or something, you're the one around. He may, you know, just hand it off to you because you're, you're there. You're the first person that he sees. So a lot of times just being able to say no, that, hey, I don't have the capacity to do it right now. You know, it's not that you don't want to do it. It's just that. You don't have the capacity to do it right now, but that's something I've been trying to incorporate whenever I'm at capacity. And it's something I really, really can't do. You know, just saying, no, I can't do it other than I used to the way I used to be is or the way sometimes I am because I'm still working on it is, you know, somebody wanted me to do something. If I can do it, 
And it may be something that may be simple for me to do, but it may be hard for them to do. So especially a lot of things involving tech, you know, if it's something like that, then a lot of times I used to try to, you know, overextend myself to try to do it. But sometimes you got to know when to say no. So that's something that I'm incorporating to help me create a better work-life balance. Find a value in this episode and you're listening via YouTube or your favorite podcasting app, please leave me a review or a comment. And if you have a friend who needs to hear this, please share this episode with them. So the last two points I have, I'm kind of going to tackle them at the same time because they go hand in hand. So my last two things to help incorporate and give you a better work-life balance that I'm working on is learning to disconnect and setting boundaries. So pretty much learning to disconnect, that's something that's uh, been a real big issue for me. Uh, coming from my previous, uh, you know, my previous role where, you know, I had some on-call time, things of that nature where you're always checking your phone for your emails. You're always checking out where emails coming through. It tend to get got it got to the point where for me, even when I went on call, I was still checking my phone, seeing what's going on, if there's any kind of issues coming up. And then, you know, if uh, there's an issue that come up that maybe it was something that I was responsible for, you know, even though someone else was on call, you know, sometimes, you you know, you look at it, you might say, oh, okay, I I know what the fix for this is. So even though I'm not on call, you know, you might go ahead and fix it. So a lot of times you got to learn to um, learn to disconnect. So even though that habit carried along with me even in my new role where I often check my email because for me it's like oh it's right there on my phone I got my phone in my hand all the time so if someone emailed me on the weekend let's say a lot of times I look at my email and I respond back where you know that's that's good and that's okay but you know sometimes you gotta set those boundaries to where okay I'm not at work right now Whoever emails you, they know that you're not at work. And then also usually in the policy, it may say that you have a certain amount of time to respond back. So if it's the weekend, you may have 72 hours to respond back to that person. Or you may have, you know, a couple of days or however many days or hours you have. But it's it's where you can afford to set that boundary and say, okay, this is my work is over at five o'clock today. It's the weekend. I'm not looking at anything work wise until I get back in the office on Monday. So this, like I said, is something that I'm still trying to work on just because it's a habit that I've built up to where I'm so used to checking my email and checking my phone and just seeing what's going on. So creating that habit, I think, will help you uh, create a better work life balance. And I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to try to stick by my gun. So hold me accountable to it and try to see how this plays out. So learn to disconnect, you know, set those and and also set those boundaries. You know, whenever you're not at work, try not to do no work because if you're working on the weekend where you're supposedly supposed to be off, then pretty much you're working around. You're never, you never stop working. You never take a break. So you gotta, you gotta make those breaks for yourself. So learning to disconnect and also setting those hard boundaries will help you and also will help me to get a better work-life balance. So that brings me to the end of this episode. Hopefully you found some value in this episode. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at debtfreeNIT at gmail.com. If you're on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, you can follow me at debtfreeNIT. Other than that, 
I'll see you next week. Peace.